Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Dori Shafrir. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we are the hosts of Forever 35. And today, we're talking about Club Med, the best all-inclusive getaway for families. Today, Club Med has nearly 70 resorts worldwide, from beachside resorts in the Caribbean and Mexico, to magical locations in the Maldives and Morocco, to ski resorts in the mountains from Canada to the Alps. Between their all-inclusive family programming, wellness offerings, land and water sports, and their French heritage-inspired food and drink offerings, Club Med is the best way to elevate your family getaway, no matter which location you're at. To learn more, visit clubmed.us. Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Big Sean, you know what we're doing today? Going in the bag, bro. In That's the bag. right. The mailbag. So we are reading your letters, people, the questions you sent us, and we're going to do our best to answer them. So let's jump right into the mailbag. And first, we have a question from John from Miami. Uh, he says, what are your thoughts on Forex? Can you guys do an episode on it? Yep. You're right about that one. Yes, we definitely need to do an episode on Forex because that is definitely a trending topic, especially amongst the youth. You know, everybody's home now with COVID and they they want to find ways in which to make money in creative way. And I've, I've gotten more than multiple emails and requests about Forex. Well, well, Sean, why don't you, for the folks out there who don't know, can you give us a little definition of what Forex is? Okay, well, that's a good question. By definition, Forex is the foreign exchange market is a global decentralized over-the-counter market for the trading of currencies. This market determines foreign exchange rates for every currency and includes all aspects of buying, selling, and exchanging currency. In a nutshell, currency trading, Matt. It's really about trading currency. Okay. So if you have a dollar and you want to put that U.S. dollar and exchange it into a Canadian dollar or you want to exchange it into a British pound, you would go into this trade market and trade on that currency and hopefully that if you bought the U.S., if you bought the Canadian dollar at 10 cents today, you may be able to sell it at 20 cents tomorrow. All right, Sean. So do you recommend it? Well, personally, I haven't done any. I've done foreign exchange by happenstance, meaning that, you know, I'm Canadian and I've, I have some Canadian currency and I've exchanged it to U.S. and U.S. to Canadian vice versa. And I've made some money off the spread. It wasn't intentional. But yes, I have. Um that a little foreign exchange and the question do i recommend it sure i don't want to get too deep into what a show we do but just high level sure i i definitely think it's something that you could explore i think there's opportunity in foreign exchange i wouldn't i would never i wouldn't recommend doing it as a full-time thing maybe a side side hustle you do a, you have your side you have your gig 
you have me. And then you're like, you know, I trade currencies and I make a little extra money here and there. John, is <laughs> your initial question of will we do a show on it? Yes, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know. We'll, we'll be uh, we'll keep your eyes and ears open and we'll probably be bringing this topic up and go more in depth. So next up in the bag, let's jump back in the bag. Kevin from Toronto, he's asking about the stock market. He says the stock market is bouncing back, but COVID is still rampant. What are your thoughts? I'm economics 101. I believe demand and need for goods is still very much active. It's just that people have changed what they are purchasing and the services they're providing. For example, Matt, people are not going in movies anymore, but guess what? Netflix, Amazon Prime, they're doing exceptionally well because people still want to watch movies. They just want to do it in a safe place. You know, so basically are, pick, pick businesses that are growing in this restrictive market. Yeah, Graham, uh, you know, Amazon and Facebook quietly has made record profits, more profits than they've ever made before. You know, so that's a short-term opportunities maybe to invest. If you want to, if you're thinking from an investment perspective, you know, I'm always thinking once things have arrived, you're kind of too late. But if you want to think short-term, short-term, you could be like invest in companies and organizations that are satisfying this COVID, this COVID, this pandemic that we're experiencing. And then long-term, like I still... Regardless who's president, regardless of what's happening, I am still a fan of the U.S. economy and I still believe in the U.S. economy. So if you want to go long, you could be going back and investing in um, stocks that have been discounted because of COVID, like airlines. You know, I do believe people are going to be traveling again. Hotels, people are going to be staying in hotels again, amusement parks. Do cruise, I know when? Like cruise no, liners. Cruise. Yeah. These are, do I know when? No. But I think it will happen again. And if I buy low now, when things do change, You'll be in a great position. Your portfolio will be looking exceptionally well. All right. Let's move on. Jumping back in the bag, we got Jackie from Oakland. She wants to know, are you worried about inflation? Absolutely, but not enough to have cold feet about it. We had, you know, Dr. Darity, remember Matt, on our show a couple of weeks ago? Sandy. Yeah, my man, Dr. Darity. Sandy. And, you know, he mentioned, I don't know, it was during the show or after the show, he mentioned, like, with all this money, stimulus money that the government's given out, and I was like, are you worried about inflation? He was like, no, because a lot of the stimulus and a lot of the things that's been thrown into the economy has been given to the rich and the poor. And the rich right now aren't really spending it. They're saving it. And inflation occurs when everybody, everybody's fighting for the same product or service, but there's not a lot of it out there. And then people drive up the price, and that's why inflation occurs. So... If there's not a lot of drive for products or services, we're not going to have inflation. So, and if we do have inflation, if if, we can't, if I'm wrong, you know, it's just adapting and changing. You can't really be get cold feet, I think, in, in current markets. You kind of still have to be somewhat scared aggressive. Scared money don't make money. So there you go. Jump, scared money don't make money. Let's jump back in the bag. We got Marv from Milwaukee. And Marv is thinking about buying a rental property. This is right up your alley, Sean. Uh, he says, I'm not sure I want to be a landlord. Sean, can you share with me some of the challenges of being a landlord? I think this is a separate show in itself again, Matt. So let me just give him some teasers, you know? Okay. One, I'm only, I'm going to give you the perspective of not from like a high-end investor, meaning that you've purchased some properties, you have a management company managing things for you. So it's more your hands off. I'm looking at it from the perspective of your question that it's being more of a hands-on initiative. So if it's a hands-on initiative as far as the landlord, you know, I think, Matt, you'd have to agree. You got to be a people person. You know, you got to have good communication skills. You got to, like, be able to listen to your tenants and understand their needs and concerns and how to address it effectively 
but still being a little be empathetic because you know little things that you may not see as a big thing can be problematic for them and you have to understand that and manage that um secondly you know i'm not a fan of renting to friends because most friends you know are not like you know are not or people that could find ways and take advantage. Have I had friends that are great tenants? Absolutely. I have one now that we've known each other for 20 years and we have a wonderful relationship. But you don't really hit that all the time. Most of the time, it can get messy. It can get messy. When you rent to friends, you don't really do sometimes your your homework and then you realize down the road they had bad credit. You realize down the road they screwed people over. You, You see a side of them that you've never seen before. I like to not rent to friends because then it's nothing personal. When they gotta go and the things they make it right, they gotta go. Um... Number three, run their credit regardless. Stick with what the story tells you. Most times, when I, the problematic tenants I've had, I've seen the signs and I've chosen to ignore them. Bad credit, consistent bad credit tells a story. I mean, somebody, a student loan debt where they couldn't afford, I understand those situations, but like just lately not paying bills and do certain things and then wanting to rent from you, you're not one, number one on their priority list. You know, so credit checks tell the story and stick with it um number four i like to make tenants feel they're getting a deal i don't like to gouge tenants and this is just my personal perspective i don't like to charge them market rent i like to charge a little bit below market rent so they feel like sean is looking out for me sean is giving me a great deal and it encourages them to stay i believe in retaining tenants i don't believe in tenants coming in and out i like to have tenants there for a while and we grow and have we grow our relationship. And the last one is, you know, take pride in your properties. If your tenants see you taking pride in the building, then they guess what? They'll take pride in the building as well. If they see you mistreat, I never understood the landlord. There's a lot of them in Brooklyn that mistreat buildings and don't care about the tenants' welfare. I just think it just sets a bad taste in your tenants' mouth and it creates problems. And those are my top five teasers, Matt. Bottom line, it's a, it's a service type of industry to really thrive in it. You got to understand, you know, to build those good relationships, it's only going to benefit both sides. So I think those are great tips. So Marv, I hope that helps you. Um, Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not saying it from like, like a liberal socialist standpoint. I'm saying this from a business maximizing profits standpoint. So don't think I'm trying to be Mr. Nice Guy. These are all things that will help you get maximum returns from your investment okay let's jump back in the bag next up we have devin from scarborough uh not sure where that is you familiar with scarborough Scarborough, ontario canada toronto it's a suburb of your cousin cousin? all right anyway devin asked what is the best part of doing your podcast and what is the worst good question devin we can definitely uh I'll i'll let you start with that uh, I would say the best part, Devin, is the learning for both uh, us as hosts and for the listeners, because like like finance and life in general, it's a learning experience, as we should all know as adults, you know, like you, you need to continue to try to broaden your horizon, horizons and, and develop and, and become a better, more well-rounded person. So this show, there's things that are in our wheelhouse, things that are areas of our expertise. And then there's things that we're also learning about on our journey to grow. So this show is kind of the gift that keeps on giving because it keeps us on our toes, learning and watching the changes in the economy and changes in the world of finance, and then getting to share that info with you. So that to me is the best part. 
I agree with you. And I think what, like what people understand, like podcast is a platform to the world, you know, with no red tape. You know, when we started out, man, when we met over 20, 30 years ago, we'd only dream of a platform like this. You'd have to go to the big wigs and ask and beg and plead to get on a platform right. where you have the you have the possibility. They had quote unquote for, gatekeepers. Gatekeepers, yeah. You have the ability to for your voice to be heard across the world. Like I had the luxury of meeting President Obama in 2019, and of course I mentioned my podcast. Not saying the man listened to it. I hope he did, but at least there's something that I have out there. That you know he can listen to, or anybody can listen to, and I, I think, think that's Bar- the. I think Barack is listening right now. He's tuned in. <laughs> I hope so. That's the best part. Okay, Matt, you start off with the best. What don't you like about podcasting? Um, I, I would say if I had to pick, the worst part is maybe just that it, it it's it's hard to there's so many podcasts out there it's becoming an oversaturated not oversaturated it's cool it's it's like the market is what the market is but it's just trying to to get your your voice out there and and share because there's a lot of times we have great info or great guests and you just want to share it and get more people to hear it so listeners out there spread the word if you're if you're listening with regularity if you're getting anything out of this tell some folks let's let's share this info share the wealth that was nice, man. I like the way you kind of spun that. You're a real politician. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I agree with Matt. Growing our brand, pushing our brand, and getting people to know and appreciate what we do. And, you know, I, I'm sad to say it's not traditional for people to be hearing strong financial advice from people of color. And so it's just getting changing that mindset and getting people understanding like that we can we have experts in finance. You know, what encouraged me to do this show years ago, somebody told me that in prime time, on news, radio, there is not a financial show hosted by only people of color. They may splash a person of color in there, but not. And I just thought that we can speak on finance in these conversations and add value. All right, well, let's jump back into the bag. Next up, we have Candace from Scottsdale, Arizona. And Candace wants to know, what is a UTMA and a UGMA account. Like, what are those accounts, and should I set up one for my children? Okay, well, first off, let's share with our listeners a UTMA and a UGMA. Those are accounts set up with you as the custodian um, for a minor, basically the custodian of an accumulation account for the benefit of a child. The child's social security number is used to open the account, and it becomes the property of the child when the majority age is reached. In some states, that's 18, and others, it's 21. So the custodian is responsible to safeguard the account and use the proceeds of the ch- on the ch- with the child's benefit in mind. So the terms mean, you know, UT. I'm sorry, UGMA means Uniform Gift to Minors Act, or UTMA it means Uniform Transfers to Minors Act. This is a way to encourage you to save for a minor for a child. I th- I'm I'm for it, and if you're gonna you don't have to, the, 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 the income that's earned, it's not going to go against your taxes. I think, yes. And I think, you know, myself would have loved something like this to know that I was going to get at 18 or 21. I only could have dream of like, hey, you turn 18, you got this big check coming away or this savings account. So I say, if this is going to encourage you to put away money for your child, I would, I'm all for it. I'm down with the plan, Matt. I mean, so Candace, do your research. You asked, should you set one up? We say yes, but do your research, you know, do read up on it. Go to Google University. Make sure you you are read up before you do it. But but we think it's a good and, idea. And also, I would say, too, like 
find uh, an, find, try to make weekly, bi-weekly contributions and something that you can afford. Don't try to spread it out. I, I'm, I'm a true fan and believe in that. So that's one thing I failed to do when I, in my younger years, make those regular contributions. And if you make it something that's affordable, you don't even think about, that's the best, that's the best kind of contribution. All right, we got one more question here in the bag. It's from Mika. I'm just warming up, Charlotte. bro. I'm just warming up. Oh. One more. I'm just I know. warming up, man. You know, my J's just getting out there, man. I'm just, <laughs> you know, I'm hitting them deep with threes right now, and then you want to take me off and put me on the bench with my name, Zion? Yeah, it took, Listen, took you a while. My knee is good, bro. What am I, Zion? No, my knee is good, bro. Put me put back that, out there, you gotta coach. You got to put that icy hot on before we record so you come in the game already warmed up. But all right, here we go. We got Mika from Charlotte, North Carolina, and she asked, what does a realistic budget look like? Hmm. Okay, Mika. Good question. I'd say a good place to start is the good old 50-20-30 system, where 50% of your money goes to necessary expenses, rent, utilities, car payment, 20% would go to savings, and 30% to flexible spending. And that's it. Sean, what do you think? Yeah, and like, you know, challenge yourself. So like Matt said, if you start off 50, 20, 30, maybe next year try to be 55, 25, 20, you know, where you're where you're basically you're you're spending less out there, you're saving more, and you're challenging yourself and you're looking at those percentages and trying to do better. Like my goal is maybe that I'm only, I want to get down to spending 10% on the team. And, and I've spoken to a lot of friends and, you know, the good thing about, I, my, no, there's no, there's not a lot of good things about this pandemic, but what I should say is that people are saying, you know, I'm saving for the first time. You know, I'm not going out. I'm not buying clothes. Like I used to be Mr. J career out there. I can't realize I, I rotate three pants every week. And I don't, I be honest with you, I don't want to sound nasty. I don't even get to the third pants most times, but you know, if there's, if this is, you are we should be in your drawers, right? <laughs> I'm just playing. Keep going. <laughs> but but yeah, my point is is that you can get to a point, try to get to a point where hey, where I've minimized my expenses and maybe you're realizing yeah, I'm paying too much in rent or whatever and you now and try to work on your savings. And I think this is a good start, the 50 20 30 rule, but you should challenge yourself to 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 bring that down to find ways in which to improve it. Oh, but I'm all also, for that. So, Sean we, we've read from the people what they're thinking about. We've read their their questions and their thoughts, their concerns. What about yourself? Is anything on you know? If, if you were to to send a a letter to the to the show, what, what's on your what's on your mind? Well, it's more financial and political at the same time. You know, I can't help not kind of marry the two in a certain sense. You know, we're all about this Black Lives Matter movement, man. You know, I'm I'm all over paying attention to it and. I don't want this time to pass and I didn't do my part and I didn't understand what was happening during these very critical times. And, you know, I, and I, and I'm saying black lives matter, but well, I'm saying down the road, matter. credit scores matter, but I'm saying down the road and, you know, I don't want people to be naive to it and not be aware of it and, and just, just drive the message home. You know, we talk about financial literacy, well-being, community, well-being, generational wealth. There's a political part to it too that we have to understand. And I think what people need to know is that, Black votes matter. We are there the swing go. vote. Say we it again. No, vote. hold on. Say it again. Say it again. Say it proud. I'm <laughs> James Brown. It hit, hit me one time. Black, black <laughs> votes matter. <laughs> they matter and i you know and if you're in like a liberal state like new york where you're like well we democrats always win in new york we got nothing to worry about in california it's democratic and i'm just no 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 you need to go out and vote and i know there's some states like georgia 
where I can't say how challenging it would be to wait four or five hours in the hot southern sun and be, you know, there where there's deliberate voter suppression happening and you it's challenging to vote. You know, it brings tears to my eyes, but you have to like endure the pain and you know and go out there and vote. And if you're trying to do like go ahead if you're trying to do mail in voting, absentee voting, I know there's things like Stacey Abram was talking about the, the return envelope, she couldn't even get it open. These are challenges that's going to be hurdles in the way, and you have to find a way to get around it. I, I would also chime in that people need to educate themselves down ballot as well. Obviously, there's a presidential election, so we have our candidates, and, and presidential politics is on the, the front page of, of all of our news and all of our consciousness. But in all of these elections, like local and state elections, like I think people need to pay attention and really, you know, read up on whatever initiatives, whatever, uh, everything that's on the ballot. I think sometimes we end up getting just caught up on that, that top line and there's exactly. things that can get passed that people might not even be able, they might just check something without fully even being read up on it. So I'm not saying, you know, you got to vote one way or the other, left or right. I just want people to be knowledgeable and exercise your right. Do not be lazy. Do not be apathetic. Do not think your vote doesn't matter. Too many, too many people, lives have been lost. People fought for this right. And the people in power and, and the, like power brokers will always want folks to just give up and, and, and not use their, their vote. So you, you definitely want to pay attention, get educated and you, and exercise your right to vote. So yeah, and I'm going to say the last thing, like this, doing Two Black Guys with Good Credit and my nonprofit Financially Clean, I've had the ability to work with politicians now. And I realize like how important the vote determines in funding, funding for your community, funding for projects that affect your people. So if you want the right people there that are going to find the right money and resources to do to make the change that you want, it starts with the vote. And so, and that to me is all a part of financial literacy. So right. once again, vote good people to all of our listeners regardless of where you're from, what you do, who you are. And, you know, Matt and myself, we're not trying to tell you which direction, where to vote, but we're just simply saying to vote. Definitely. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard. But now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, well, that brings us to the close of this mailbag. We, we appreciate all of doom, the questions. Doom, and Sean, doom, 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 you busting the beat? I'm singing it. I'm busting the beat. Two black guys. Yeah. Hey. Well, let them know how yeah. they can send us more questions. Yeah, please. We love doing these mailbag shows. It's all about for our listeners. So please, if you have any questions, things you want to ask is, I know sometimes people reach out to me on Facebook and some people have actually called me, but the best way to do it is to email us because then we put them all in a file and folder and answer them at two black guys with good credit at gmail.com. But it's the acronym. So it's TBGWGC at gmail.com. That's two black guys with good credit at gmail.com. Leave your answer and it will guarantee we will respond to it in our mailbag show. Yeah. And I'm, guess what, Matt? I'm the better half of two black guys with good credit. Keep your money where it belongs in your damn pocket, good people. Well, I'm the other half of two black guys with good credit. And I echo what Sean said, send in your letters. Like we got Tim from Los Angeles who sent us a note saying, I love the show and it's helped me with my savings. Thank you guys for all the info. So make sure you guys tell a friend, share the info, share the wealth. I'm Matt Smith, one half of two black guys with good credit. And I'm out. Hi, I'm Dori Shafrier. And I'm Kate Spencer. And we are the hosts of Forever 35. And today we're talking about Club Med, the best all-inclusive getaway for families. Today, Club Med has nearly 70 resorts worldwide, from beachside resorts in the Caribbean and Mexico, to magical locations in the Maldives and Morocco, to ski resorts in the mountains from Canada to the Alps. Between their all-inclusive family programming, wellness offerings, land and water sports, and their French heritage-inspired food and drink offerings, Club Med is the best way to elevate your family getaway, no matter which location you're at. To learn more, visit clubmed.us. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit makes these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Super Light Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Super Light Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Super Light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.